We present Adolf Tripe, Tody Gray, and Bubbles Macbeth as they plot a course for the surprisingly easy unraveling of our democratic quilt. A narcissistic bully and his minions, his yes-men and women, his thugs who do the lion's share of the real dirty work. But these soulless crows do their damage not with fists, knives, or guns. Not yet, but with ignorance, greed, and presidential edicts. With each new hyperbolic lie smeared upon the American landscape, defying both logic and belief. To illuminate our point, we offer our most recent drama. A meeting of malevolent minds that could have taken place in some damp, dank back room, but remarkably is going on this very minute in what was until recently the most venerable room in the land, the Oval Office. The time? Two months ago when the bull first charged into the glass house of equality and liberty for all. Did I blow it? Are you kidding me? Best quote of the week. Do you see the number of Twitter hits we got after that? Most ever. Highest response in history. But that massacre didn't even exist. I hope that's all right. Who cares? I thought it would have greater impact to be associated with some massacre. I mean, there has to be some concrete reason for a travel ban, right? Sheer brilliance. Loved it, babe. You're getting the hang of this thing. You're a real-life Barbie role model for all the little girls out there. The press wasted two whole days on it. Well played. Look, it was great. Just great. Facts are for liberals to chase. Our base loved it. Remember, what we say is the truth, by the very fact that we said it. I didn't go too far? Can't be done. Plain facts are the black and white photos of losers. Our facts are all color. Vivid, 3D color coming right at you. Love him or hate him, you can't ignore him. You've been great, hon. Really, really great. I wonder what Harriet Tubman has to say about that. Who? Harriet Tubman. You know, the black leader. Drawing a blank, hon. But if you think we can get her on our side, let's do it. We need good minority patriots. Jesus Christ, he didn't know who... Shh. So, Mr. President, here's the latest body blow report. Sorry, Bubbles, I have to reach over you. Just give her a good slap on the ass, she'll move. <laughs> Excuse me? You got a fine, fine ass, Bubs, baby. That was a compliment. Mm-hmm, I see. One time, on my TV show, there was this woman. She had really, really big booze. Massive. Amazing, I promise you. Out to here, I'm telling you, gravity-defying torpedoes. I could feel her foot underneath the desk. Oh, come on. No, sweetheart, I'm telling you, she really was. Went all the way up to my knee. Would have gone right to the pot of gold. But there was this metal bar that got in the way. Sure that wasn't your metal bar? You know, Toadie, that's a really good point. In fact, I like that better than what actually happened. That's the story from now on, got it? So anyway, where was I going with this? Straight to the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> How do things look, Toadie? Great. Here, take a look. Everything's wonderful. Couldn't be better. No, give her a copy. I don't need to see it. Body blows. I like it. This looks good, Toady. Are these numbers accurate? Better not be fake news, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> not this one. I'll have Bubbles put you over her knee and give you a few good swats. <laughs> Stop it! Come on, Bubs. I bet you're into that sort of thing, aren't you? I am not. I bet you got a real kinky side, don't you? No! You and the hubby get into old hanky-spanky routine every now and then? Maybe some bondage? I was never into bondage very much myself. Well, not me being tied up. Sometimes they ask me to tie them up. Really. I'm serious. I don't know what it is. I get in a room alone with a woman. She's all over me, begging me to tie her up and give her ass a spank. It's remarkable. Truly remarkable. Adolf, concentrate the report. So, as you can see, this phase is going as planned. Even better. It's going great. Absolutely great. All of our nominees are going to be pushed through. And why not? They're all wonderful, amazing, talented people who are going to do an amazing, wonderful job for the country. Of 
course, there are the constant attacks from the liberal press. Screw them. Just screw them all. Those bastards are the most un-American pieces of shit this country has ever known, and you know what? They ought to be locked up. Every single one of them. Nobody cares what they think. Nobody but other liberals. They're not going to be able to do a thing about it anyway, so really, to hell with them, and let's move on. Make America right again. Make, Make America, America right, right again. I agree. For now, we have to put up with them. But soon enough, they're on their heels. We need to keep the pressure on. The more outrageous things we can get out there, the better. Toss the shit, see if it sticks. The more we have them chasing what amount to insignificant stories, the better. That judge comment was brilliant. I was right, hon. Tell me it wasn't right. Of course you were right. Who does he think he is putting the skids on an executive order? I mean, it's incredible that we allow these so-called judges to stop the very things that are going to make America right again. Make, make America, America right, right again. again. Those are precisely the kinds of comments we need more of. Controversial, outrageous, two giant steps beyond what anyone has ever said before. Think about it. Every minute the press is covering a story like that, they aren't covering what we're doing down in Alabama or other places. Then, when we come back with more reasonable agendas, everybody pats us on the back, even the press, for not being lunatics. Tony, how's that coming along, by the way? The Alabama thing. If we had an event today, would they be ready? Ready enough. Great. That's really great. Our target's still the summer. We're on schedule for it. We still don't see any major foreign-based terrorist activity in the works. Only domestic plots, which nobody gets too upset about anyway. That's a tricky thing. We don't want it to look as though we allowed a terrorist attack. I still think we should do it ourselves. You mean create the event, Tody? Then we're in complete control. We know when and where it will occur. If we wait for something, it could be months and months, far beyond midsummer. We can't wait that long. Bubbles, to your point. The manufactured event will involve someone already in the country, so it will actually be the previous administration's weakness that allowed it to occur. We'll just blame Obama. Works every time. You think a Muslim or Mexican? Has to be Muslim. Agreed. People fear Muslims. They only resent Mexicans. Do we have anybody yet? We've been working with several candidates. Where? New York, Boston, or Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland? Has to be in the north. We've already got the south in our back pocket. Yeah, but Cleveland? <laughs> okay, Tody, if you think so. At least none of my buildings will be hit. The executive orders are listed on page 11. After the attack, you'll declare a state of emergency in Ohio. The troops will come in and restore order. You'll sign an executive order increasing the powers of Homeland Security. The details are on page... Details are for suckers. Give me the speed dating version, Tody. The order will effectively make any Muslim a potential terrorist threat. All Muslims will temporarily be issued special IDs, which they must possess at all times. Failure to do so will result in immediate incarceration. Absolutely. Those thugs need to be taken off the streets. Here's the crucial part. Another executive order will deem it unpatriotic and illegal to withhold information regarding any Muslim residing in the U.S. Since all Muslims, by your previous decree, will be suspected terrorists, it's important to know exactly what each and every one of them are doing. The press, and, more importantly, the Democrats, won't abide this order. It's because they're a bunch of losers. They'll have information on Muslims, and they won't forfeit it. This is our crack in the door. We'll have every legal means to shut down news outlets, TV, radio, internet, print. At this point, certain patriotic gangs of young men will, acting completely on their own, though suggested by you, carry out a series of raids, breaking into, and in some cases, burning down opposition headquarters, instilling fear in all those who oppose us, as well as reinforcing the need for more security measures. So that's when the troopers really go to work. Precisely. 
Beginning with Ohio, they'll move into every major metropolitan area, taking control of radio and TV stations, closing Democratic headquarters, and suppressing leftist activities in general. Ohio will become our showcase for restoring law and order. The troopers will be hailed as heroes. By the time we're done, a lot of those tweeners will have come over to our side. Those who decry the loss of individual freedoms will be marginalized. It's law and order, not freedom people want. They just don't know that. We'll show them. Come election time, Mr. President, the Democratic Party as we know it won't exist. The liberal press will have been gagged. Elections will occur, and we will legally consolidate our power. And that's the abridged version? (laughs) (laughs) Dota, you deserve a kiss. Come on, hon. Give the man a kiss. Oh, stop. No, I'm serious. Give him a kiss. He's worked hard and deserves it. You too. Oh, here. That's great. That's really great. Anybody ever tell you you've got beautiful lips? I'll bet your husband gets a lot of mileage out of them. What a set, huh? The things I'll bet you do with those lips? Beautiful. Just beautiful. Anybody hungry? I'm starved. What time's the food coming? Not for another two hours. We've still got a lot to cover. Any word from Moscow? Not today. We're meeting with some of Putin's men tomorrow. Putin's a good man. A real man. Not some metro male. Muslim foreigner. I still say he's not an American. Think about it. The United States of America just had a foreigner as our president. A Muslim. It won't happen again. Not on our watch. Not on our watch. That's right, Tony. That kind of thing's not going to happen on our watch. The press says, where's the proof? I say, where's the unproof? I mean, Putin's a good guy. A great guy. I don't trust him, but he's a shrewd businessman. You see, that's what Democrats don't get. This is business. Politics isn't about social reform or leveling the playing field or anything else that they pretend it to be. It's about business, and they just don't get it. That's why they lost and I won. Because they're a bunch of losers, and I, I'm a winner. Possibly the greatest winner of all time. No, really, I'm serious. He gets Ukraine, and he leaves me alone with North Korea and Iran. He gets the Baltics, and we... Jody, help me here. What do we get for the Baltics? It's not been decided yet, Mr. President. Yet to be decided. No worries. The point is, Putin and I are building the greatest global partnership the world has ever known. Think of it. The two biggest superpowers united. You think China's going to stand up to us? You think Iran is going to stand up to us? Or chicken shit Europe? It's going to be the most wonderful thing the world has ever seen. Believe me. And we're all going to be rich. Well, I'm already rich. But this deal is going to blow me up through the stratosphere. That's a real thing, isn't it, Tony? Stratosphere? Uh, yeah. Deregulation is coming along nicely. It's about time. Great. Next. The wall. The wall. We're going to build a wall like none the world's ever seen. Keep those drug-pushing Mexicans south of the border where they belong. Mexico is going to pay for it all. They'll reimburse us by the end of my first term. If not, by my second term for sure. They should pay for the wall. It's all those grubby illegals who are ruining this country. We have a detail. Don't want the details. You guys work out the details. I come up with the big ideas. You need to figure out how to force these grease balls to pay for it. That's the details you need to work on. Next. NATO. Obsolete. Don't need it. Drain on our economy. Let them take care of their own problems. Why the hell do we care? Next. Korea. That nut's testing bombs again. Let China take care of it. Avoid that sand trap like the plague. Next. Syria. Assad's doing some pretty bad stuff over there. No can do, Tody. Mouse trap if there ever was one. How do you think Putin's going to like it if we interfere with his baby? Next. Obamacare? Dead. Done. Finito. The ball and chain drowning the small businessman has finally been removed. Getting a lot of rumblings from the lower class and the poor. Boo-hoo-hoo! Get over it and get a job! We've got to spin this right. Keep hitting home the idea that nobody's gonna lose coverage. It's a single thing that could unravel us if we play it poorly. I'll make sure to smile wide whenever I talk about it. 
Yes, do that, hon. And wear that skirt. And cleave. Make sure you bring the girls out to play. It's absolutely crucial we don't waver in reassuring them. When they do lose coverage, later on, we blame the Democrats. Tony, sometimes you sit quietly there like a mouse. Like this little gray-haired, roly-poly mouse, and then you come up with this short soundbite stating the complete obvious. It's amazing, simply amazing. I've never seen anything like it. That's why I'm here, Mr. President. I'm just teasing you. Hey, that's why I won. By stating the obvious instead of a 15-minute diatribe no human being could possibly understand. <laughs> like that bitch. Incredible. You know why she lost and I won? Because that dumb broad alienated the very people who could have gotten her elected. How stupid is that? Calling voters names? How dumb can you be? I ought to tweet this. Where's my cell phone? <laughs> she dug her own grave with that one. I mean, they're in shambles. The Democratic Party is in shambles and they don't even know it. She spent millions, maybe billions, I don't know, somebody said it was billions, of dollars on her campaign and I, I barely spent anything at all. Yet, I won. And they still can't figure it out. They're still listening to her. The very reason they lost the election, because she stuck her middle finger at the middle class of the Midwest working man. And they're still following her like she's some kind of female messiah. Unbelievable. It's remarkable, I'm telling you. What do you think about that, Bubs? What's your take on it? Well, I think most of the women who followed her just want a woman president. I don't think there's any more to it than that. They justify every screw-up because they want a woman in the White House. But how can you screw up something so amazingly simple? These people, they're like putty in my hand. Like putty. They've been neglected for what, like 50 years? They'll follow anybody who so much as looks their way. You think it took a genius to figure that out? Alright, I am a genius, but seriously. All you have to do is pay attention to these people. At least tell them what they want to hear. They've got so much hatred for the left, they'll do anything. They'll believe anything that I tell them. I mean, it's incredible. We don't have to do a thing. Just sit back and watch the Democrats stab themselves in the foot over and over. And if they ever do get their act together, no problem. Because we got the average American working Joe in our back pocket and he'll do anything, anything we ask him to. She's still doing it. She can't keep her mouth shut. The future is female? Unbelievable. By that single statement, she excludes half the voters in the country. How utterly stupid can you be? By that single statement, she continues to divide her own party between the feminazis and everybody else. We couldn't do a better job of fracturing their party if we tried. I mean, what did you ask me, Tony? Uh, I'm not sure. How much longer is this going to take? I have a very important phone call to make very soon. I can't miss this phone call. Very important. I guess we could break for an early lunch. Let's do that. Great idea. That woman, what was her name? Who? Harriet Tubman. Bingo! Bring her in. I want to talk to her. We need more people of color on our staff. It shows our diversity. It lets the people know we're just like them. Mr. President, Harriet Tubman has been dead for a hundred years. I don't believe it. First you talk about this Harriet Tubman person like she's the next coming of Oprah Winfrey. You tell me we gotta get her on board. Get me all hot and bothered and then... And then you tell me she's dead? I tell you what, you're all fired. <laughs> Come over here, bubs. I wanna see how far up your skirt those Amazon legs go. <laughs> oh! It's alright, Toto, you can stay. We're all family here. Bubs doesn't mind, do you, hun? Oh! On second thought, why don't you take five, Toto? I only need two, but take five. I'm hungry. Bring me a fried steak and some french fries. Well done. None of that rare or medium rare crap. I want thick cut fries. Make sure they're hot. Careful! It's great being president. It was great being a billionaire, but it's even better being president. Now I'm a billionaire president. The first. The only. They're going to write books about me someday. Mark my word. They're going to write volumes. Volumes. <laughs>